Welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is Carlene Savage, conflict resolution expert, founder of the Savage Theory of Resolution, and your host. And we are talking about the Ten Commandments of making marriage work. I've given you number one, number two, and this is number three. Continue learning. The Ten Commandments that make marriage work is if you are willing to continue learning. Marriage, especially long-term marriages, can put us in a rut. It pushes us to prioritize others before ourselves. Circumstances cause that. Things like kids, things like aging parents, caring for our older parents, um, civic duties, church duties, friend duties, extended family duties. And it's pushed us to reprioritize and put others before ourselves. And we, and when it all started, it it's just little by little that it got to us. It wasn't just in one fell swoop, swoop because we wouldn't have been okay with it. But it's wrong. It's limiting and undefining of our spirit. Continue learning. Continue being willing to be wrong. Continue being willing to be taught. Continue to use those exposing moments, maybe those humbling times, to learn. What can you learn about yourself? What could you learn, even if you don't tell anybody, because <laughs> sometimes we don't want to tell people. So, But what do you learn about yourself? Do you learn that I can still be better? I can still do better. I've got a little bit more gas in me, juice in me. I can still go that more. I can still try. I didn't realize that about my spouse. It's interesting. And do you share it? Do you wonder about your spouse anymore? Do you find out about them? Do you ask interesting questions? Yeah, there are things there for us. And the commandment is to make marriage work, you need to continue learning. So what does it look like? You could take a course, you could take a class, you could go to on a retreat, you can make it an annual, semi-annual event that just you and your spouse do, enjoy, create, have. Do you have a bucket list of just what you can do together? Maybe you get a subscription to Audible. You start listening to biographies entrepreneurial books, inspirational books, books that movies were made from. Maybe you like intrigue, you like um, fiction. Gives you something to talk about. Maybe it's books that push you and force you to hear and be inspired by somebody else's life. I know one that I we just listened recently listened to and it was so good is Viola Davis. Um, Viola Davis's book I think it's called uh, Hold on, Finding Me. Finding Me and we've read books 
I've never read the Rich Dad, Poor Dad series by Robert Kiyosaki. Never read them, but we decided let's, let's find out what everybody else has been knowing all this time. So we began reading that. Um, I got a book uh, on affirmations. That one was for me just to see what was there. What, what did they have? What could I use and adopt into my own psyche and my own mindset? Are we continuing to learn for the benefit, welfare, health, love, expansion of our own life and our own marriage? Am I inspiring? Do I have anything inspiring to say? Do I still inspire my spouse to greater heights, to push through fear, to overcome shortcomings, to try something new? Am I still an inspiration? Or am I so busy and so caught up in doing, serving, giving that I have forgotten to bless and sustain and build and grow our mindset as a couple, my mindset as an individual. So important that we give ourselves an opportunity. And I hear people talk about guilt. That is utter nonsense because when you think about it, if you had, and I've used this example before, but if you had a sick child and you needed to learn about that sick child and how to make it better for them, how to make life better for them, maybe it's the environment, maybe it's the food, maybe it's the, you know, the, the allergies, maybe it's the air, I don't know, but you would take the time to go and learn on their behalf and you would not feel one bit of guilt about it. And yet, we don't give time to the most important relationship we have on the earth. And that's our marriage. It's not our kids. Love them, build them, teach them, rear them. You know, rear them in such a way that they become strong, resilient, innovative, critical thinking humans but they are not your first relationship on this earth. Your first relationship belongs to that spouse, to that spouse you chose to witness your life. That is where your effort belongs. So continue learning. Maybe it is listening to podcasts. Maybe it is trying to bucket list a thing every month. Maybe it is to set goals. Maybe it is to attend a conference. I do a, a life planning conference and I show you how to do it yourself. But that created epic change, serious, true connection. And we've been married more than three decades. And that life planning conference that I did with me and my husband, epic, beautiful, stunning, repeatable, and I teach how to do that. Maybe that's what you do to continue learning. You figure out how do you make your marriage richer, more abundant in love, passion, wholeness, peace, calm, tranquility, 
um, creativity, adventure, whatever it is, go after it. It's yours. It belongs to you. This is yours. This is the nucleus of everything you wanted when you were younger and you're moving into. And that's what marriage is culmination of. This is your work. What people see of your marriage is your work to that marriage. Make it something. Make it something whole, complete, beautiful, personal, tender, warm, welcoming, safe. Make it yours and let it be a reference or a picture to the world of the way you cared for something. Continue learning. Ah, That is commandment number three. Continue learning. Be well, be blessed. I hope it helped. And let me know if you end up using this. If it's a reminder, love it. Love it all. If you ever have a question, just ask.